Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Well, it's true. I do take requests on a Friday. And since Mr. Peter Frampton has requested that I show him the way, I certainly will point in the right direction today. And that is for all of you as well. I have some politics to discuss today. Of course, I believe that there is a parallel between what is happening in the spiritual world and what is happening in the political world. And I'm going to make a plea out there for a certain segment of the population to get their act together and to do what is best for the greater good, not just for the powerful deletes. But first, I just want to start off with something a little bit, well, it, it is related, I guess, in some ways, because there is a totalitarian regime in the country of Canada, and they have passed legislation a couple months ago, Bill C-11 and C-18, which only permits government propaganda into Canada now. Like sites like Facebook and that will no longer show any news in Canada because they may be fined. Google as well. There's all kinds of censorship going on. But what struck me the other night I was listening to some music and I was feeling feeling a little bit of rebellion in my spirit. Now I am a Spotify subscriber. I also have YouTube Premium. I carry that not because I want to support YouTube, but when I show clips I don't want on my video shows, I don't want commercials popping up. So I figure it's uh it's worth it to uh for the show production. But when I was feeling I wanted to hear a particular song, I wanted to hear We the People by Kid Rock. And I went to, I know it's available on Spotify, I know it's available on YouTube Music, but I went to play it and I got the same message on both platforms and that was access denied. Now, I'll bet you if I, you know, uh, searched for something, you know, less patriotic and, and more evil, <laughs> and I say more evil advisedly, you know, like a little Nas thing or, you know, one of these witches out there, it would have come through. So uh, just because I see another Canadian in the audience, Natasha, if you could... Just see if you could pull up We the People, Kid Rock, and put it in the chat and see if you get the same message as me. Perhaps they're just denying me the freedom to listen to music. That's always possible. <laughs> hey, I've got a good one for you today. Um, as I say, a little bit of message. I'm going to be talking about the Trump indictments. I'm going to talk just a little bit about the Hawaii thing. But I want to tie it all together with a theme on law and lawfare, which I think is 
probably one of the biggest tragedies in this world, and we need to make some corrections in that term. But I just want to start off real briefly with a story that just caught my eyes. And, you know, uh, I see lots of things that point towards us being in the end days. And if this isn't one of those... <laughs> So this is a real story. Um, I'll just read you the headline. Minnesota Arts Center slammed for encouraging family-friendly demon summoning. An arts and culture center in Minneapolis has received backlash after it promoted an event encouraging families to attend a, quotes, ceremony to summon and befriend a demon of their choosing. And then the article goes on to say, and I'm just going to read this little bit here, the event description on the organizer's website reads, in quotes, Demons have a bad reputation. But maybe we're just not very good at getting to know them. The event features an artist called Tamar Uitun, who claims to create demon traps. And it goes on to say, families are invited to create a vessel to trap the demon that knows them best. Perhaps the demon of overthinking, and then to participate in a playful ceremony to summon and, and befriend their demon. Folks, yeah, I couldn't even make something like that up. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is wild, the times we're living in. Praise the Lord. In fact, uh, I do want to praise the Lord. I'm mean, just going to say a quick prayer, and then I'm going to read a scripture to you. It's going to be very brief, but there is a purpose in me reading it to you, and I believe this will come full circle before the end of the message. And I'm going to be reading from Matthew chapter 22, and the first uh, couple verses are just to establish context and authority. Verse 29, but Jesus answered and said to them, you are mistaking, since you do not understand the scriptures nor the power of God, for in the resurrection they neither will marry nor be given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But regarding the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was spoken to you by God? Verse 32. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. So I just want to establish Jesus being God. <laughs> and speaking to them directly. But the Pharisees, hint, hint, listen to this for context, the Pharisees are 
the keepers of the law and the Sadducees. And by the way, I know it's been said before, but a good way to remember and identify the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Pharisees, it is fair, you see. And the Sadducees, well, they're just sad. Verse 34. But when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Upon these two commandments hang the whole law of the prophets. So, having said that, oh, just give me one second here. I need to switch windows. Oh, interesting uh, in the chat here. Uh, I was involved in a lawsuit with the Georgia machines from the voting in 2002. We won discrepancy court. We had about the same machines in Georgia. They've passed the ruling over to the Trump administration for ammo. Well, that, that fits right in with uh, what we're doing today. All right. Where was I? Oh, yes. So I want to read a couple, I guess, uh, truth socials from Donald J. Trump. And this is about the indictment. <clears throat> Excuse me, this, this comes right about as it was about to drop. So the witch hunt continues. 19 people indicated tonight including the former president of the United States, me, by an out-of-control and very corrupt district attorney who campaigned and raised money on I Will Get Trump. And what about those indictment documents put out today long before the grand jury even voted and then quickly withdrawn? Sounds rigged to me. Why didn't they indict 2.5 years ago? because they wanted to do it right in the middle of my political campaign witch hunt. And I want to commend Eric uh, for bringing this to my attention. What is unique about this particular uh, truth that uh, Donald Trump put out is right in the very first sentence. It says, so the witch hunt continues, or sorry, uh, 19 people indicated tonight instead of putting indicted. Now, Trump does not make spelling mistakes, usually without reason. We have learned that over the last several 
years. Oh, hey, good, good evening, Australia, Peter. Wow, you were up late last night, and uh, or was it early in the morning? I get mixed up. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to give, because he spelled indicated instead of indicted, words have meanings, folks. So to look up indicated, now indicated is past tense. So you have to remember he's talking about the past with this word, but the root word is indicate. And indicate means to point out or show, to be a sign or symptom, to strongly imply, to admit, or to state briefly. So these are very important things. And and what was pointed out to me by Eric, and he said, you know, I believe there's some something there. Perhaps he's talking about the 19 names, because in context of that sentence, the 19 names. So I was started to look into them. And, uh, oh, <laughs> okay, now I got the timelines, Peter. Thank you. So I started to look into it, and I found a really interesting post uh, regarding this on uh, on Twitter, or X, as they call it, <laughs> these days, uh, from Ultra MJ Truth. And I'm just going to read this tweet, and I'll leave it up for your discernment. I'm not going to make judgment on it one way or another but it's certainly interesting enough for me to read this to you. And he states, Thought exercise. I was thinking about this new Trump indictment, but more importantly, who else they indicted? Sidney Powell, I believe, will play a vital role. But I'd like to focus on Rudy Giuliani, Mr. Rico, himself. Now that Mr. Rico himself was indicted, it somehow feels like this isn't a coincidence. Hear me out. A friend told me to watch Fear City, New York versus the Mafia. It was about the operation to take down all the Mafia families in New York. In the series, Donald Trump makes an appearance. So did Rudy Giuliani, who, as you may or may not know, led the 1980s federal prosecution of New York City mafia bosses versus U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. Eleven organized crime figures included the heads of New York City's five families, were indicted by the United States Attorney Rudy Giuliani under the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act, RICO. The operation began in the 70s. How long did that operation take? How many years? The largest organized crime bust in history. What are we dealing with? Cabal. Excuse me. 
Could they be considered organized crime? Compare Mafia to the Cabal. Post-Trump presidency, how many resignations have we seen of top CEOs, senators, and Congress? How many terminations in the FBI and DOJ? September 2018, Q said there were 50,000 sealed indictments. There was an average of four to six thousand sealed indictments being added every single month. The number is in the hundreds of thousands now. What is a sealed indictment? A sealed indictment is the result of a secret grand jury proceeding. A secret grand jury has 12 to 23 U.S. citizens that are given information and testimony from a prosecutor. The prosecutor is prosecuting a person who has no idea this is going on. The jury decides if there is sufficient evidence, cause, to prosecute this person with a crime, in which case they file a sealed indictment. It stays off the record and the person has no idea they won't until they are arrested. The prosecutor is a federal U.S. attorney, a county district attorney, or state attorney general. I believe that it's being done this way because we are prosecuting organized crime, i.e. the RICO Act. Everything has been lined up. They can indict one person at a time because it would tip off the rest, causing a chain reaction. When they unseal one, all gets unsealed to prosecute everyone. Everyone gets arrested at the same time. This part I found very interesting. Sessions, meaning uh, Congressman Sessions, who was head of the DOJ, and to Huber. Huber was a special prosecutor that went unnoticed, operated for years, but got no play, essentially. No media coverage. Very sealed. This is me injecting. I continue with the article. Huber had the ability to prosecute and impanel grand jury outside of D.C. Important. Huber assigned a team of 470 investigators and attorneys plus IG plus legal jurisdiction across all 50 states. Why am I telling you this? Because good things take time. In the 1970s to 1980s, Operation to Take Down the Mafia they did not pull the trigger until they had absolutely everything and there were no holes to slither out of. Because it had to be done right, it had to be done according to the rule of law, it had to carry weight, it had to be proven in the court of law. There could be no mistakes, number 3725, I assume he is pointing to a Q post there. Enter Space Force. You do not know Trump created an entirely new, entirely military branch, don't you? This is 
very important reason Trump created Space Force. Space Force is going to prove to be very important, said Trump. I caught them all, says Trump. Space Force is not about shooting aliens with poo-poos. It is not Star Wars. Quantum computing plays a big role in the military world now. So do satellites. Nearly every single career choice re-Space Force is an intelligence and satellites. What role can Mill Intel play? What does intelligence do? What do satellites do? What can they collect? It is my belief that Space Force was created to help save America and has been collecting evidence since the 2018 midterms plus 2020 presidential election plus 2022 midterms. Okay, let's backtrack. How long did it take to take down the New York City Mafia? How long do you think it should take to tear down a global cabal with centuries of roots? Good things take time, fam. Think about it. The pause will be worth it. Unshakable faith. I thought that to be a very thought-provoking article. And I believe there is quite a bit of truth in that. My opinions, of course. Oh, and I'm going somewhere with all of this. Next, I want to read to you a truth social post from Donald Trump again. And... This is from uh, just two days ago. It says, Fox News is going all out, just as they did in 2016, to figure out who in this very large but failing Republican field can beat your favorite president, Donald John Trump. They use only the most negative polls, which are still great for me, and do everything possible to show you that they still have a chance. They even pull out nice guy Mark Thiessen to do contortions with numbers that just don't exist. On top of all that, I am the only one beating, by a lot, crooked Joe Biden, the worst P ever. And he put P in quotations. Yes, I found that to be very interesting. Now, one other thing in relation to that, just for a little bit of comic relief, Someone put this together, and it's a parody of Fox News. And these are getting so good, folks. They uh, they even emulate the voices really good. So this is satire, of course. But I want to play you this 30-second clip. And it's showing, if you watch the video, 
Martha McCallum and Brett Baer doing a 30-second commercial for them hosting the upcoming Republican debate on Wednesday of this week coming. Because we're Fox News and we suck. Even though President Trump is kicking everyone's ass in the primary polls. We're still trying to set him up with our bullshit Republican primary debate. I mean, maybe he'll show up. And we're just hoping everyone takes shots at him so we can help Ron DeSantis. Because we're Fox News. And we suck. And we don't really give a shit. About our viewers' opinion. We only care about getting a big, fat paycheck. And about not getting fired like Tucker Carlson. First Republican primary debate. I'm Martha McCallum and Brett Bayer. Because we're Fox So, I apologize for the uh, language, but satire usually holds a lot of truth. (laughs) And (coughs) I really think there was a lot of truth in that post. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got a text of someone that I pay attention to when I get a text from, but it is nothing to add to this particular show. So why do I start off with law? Why do I go to Trump? And why do I want to talk about the scourge that has happened around the world, which is man's laws? If you've been following the show in the last couple weeks, a story that has really, really hit home with me uh, because of the great loss is this story of Hawaii and the devastation there. And I want to tell you that uh, yesterday morning, As you know, I I was spending time with the Lord and I was kind of asking him, you know, you know, I'm always thinking about shows as well. And I'm asking the Lord, what direction should I go? Where should I go with things? And, you know, sometimes I get a clear answer. Sometimes I don't. (laughs) Um, That's just the truth. Um, But when I was considering these things, and I'm just going to put this out there for you, it has given me some great comfort. Because, you know, I've been really affected by the thought of, you know, the school children in particular, but every person being burned alive in that hellhole. And I I had a really brief vision, and I just felt it was from the Lord and to comfort me. So I'm going to pass it along to you. You don't have to believe it's from the Lord. You don't have to believe it. But I had a vision of a woman holding a baby inside of a house. And a plume of smoke came quickly across them, followed by the fire. And what I believe the Lord showed me, and this was like maybe 1.5 seconds long, I tell you the truth. That just like, you know, the Lord led his people in a pillar of smoke, 
It was like that pillar of smoke coming across them. And I don't think, I think the Lord spared these people of the evil that was done to them purposefully. And I believe it was purposefully, folks. I believe that the Lord mitigated their suffering. And whether that's true or not, well, we won't know until we get into, you know, our next bodies and all things are revealed to us. The people in the, uh, you know, out there are saying that the fire traveled so fast they could not have died of smoke inhalation or anything like that. And I think the Lord just miraculously stepped in and these people did not, the innocent ones did not suffer the horrific death of burning alive. So that has brought some comfort to me. I'm still choked up about it, of course. But I pray it's true. And I believe the Lord is good. And that would have been a good thing for the Lord to show his mercy in that way. So where do I go with all of this? I bring up Hawaii just for the fact that there's multiple videos of residents right now saying that the police blocked off streets. They actually routed traffic into the danger zones and then they would not let the cars escape. Now, I'm sure, oh yeah, and the fire department lost the, you know, they had no water in the hydrants. They literally, the water was shut off. A resident has a video, he was using his hose and then the hose stopped working. And that could have happened with a power outage if the reservoir um, ran out of water, you know, and there was no power to pump it up. That's possibly, you know, obviously no fail-safe generators or anything like that on it. Uh, there's a lot of possible explanations for that. Uh, but it's evil nonetheless. But I want to focus on the police. The police no doubt were following orders. And the police are trained. Ah, I'm going to go as far as to say they're programmed. Um, if you go through police training, police college, all the stuff they are taught, they really are programmed. And one of my best friends has been a cop for over 35 years. I have cops in my family. My nephew is a cop. I am very pro-police. I think it's an honorable job. But they're following orders of man and not following the laws of God. Surely one of those police 
must have had the thought, especially the guys on Front Street, they got all the cars conjugated, jammed up on, and you've all seen the video of all the cars burned, stopped right there. <laughs> they were stopped. Traffic was directed to there. Why? Well, we think we know why. They wanted maximum effect. But in all these cases, and going back to, you know, the last few years with the pandemic and the police going after innocent people who just wanted to express their First Amendment rights, and the police following orders and not going after the Black Lives Matter riots, the police taking orders and going after people for crimes like January 6th, people taking orders of man and ignoring the commandments and the laws of God. This is a message to everyone who is in law enforcement. First of all, if you're in law enforcement, you need to understand the laws that are written by the bar are the enemy of the people. Yes, some of them sound good, you know, Breaking and entering is bad. Arrest them. Petty crime is bad. Arrest them. Murder is bad. Arrest them. The commands from your superior officers, which are dictated by the policies by those in power, are wrong. Arrest them. We need our military, we need our police officers to have the courage and conviction to do what is right and not to do what is wrong. To many enforcement officers, one of your greatest assets, if you've been supplied one, is your body cam. When you receive the instruction to carry out the will of evil men, that can be your evidence and you can do what is right. You signed up to protect, to serve and to protect. That's military, that's police. And I'll even make the quick stretch, although I'm not gonna go there, but doctors, 
you took an oath too. But in this case, law enforcement, you're supposed to be the alpha males and females. You're supposed to be someone of great courage. Society has put you into the hero class just for signing up for the job, even if you haven't done anything heroic yet. But society now feels betrayed by you. When are you going to have the courage to do what is right, to actually serve and to protect, and to put God's laws first, and to love your neighbor because you're policing your communities. Love your neighbor as yourself. Unfortunately, because you've been for following tyrannical orders and going against your community, you have not loved your neighbor. You have only loved yourself. You're saying, screw you to all of society because I want my paycheck. I want my retirement. Me, 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 me. That's who you are. You're a betrayer if you follow the laws of man. And there will be hell to pay for you. Not my words. I'm paraphrasing the Lord Jesus Christ, who you will stand in front of and be judged for all of eternity. It's best you get the fear of the Lord into your spirit. Repent and do what is right. For you in the listening audience, I would encourage you to go out of your way when you see enforcement officers to go and love on them and tell them the truth. Pray for them. In fact, I'm going to say a quick prayer right now, and I'm going to pray for you as well. Heavenly Father, you are such a good God. Your mercy is abounding. Your grace is beyond measure. Lord, I thank you for being a good God. I thank you for being a righteous and holy God. And Lord, you are holy because you're set apart. You're not like us sinners. Even as you dwelled in the flesh, Jesus, you were not like us. You resembled us, but you were not like us. You were sinless. But you've redeemed us, Lord. And Lord, I pray for those in the military. I pray for those in police uniforms. 
in law enforcement that, Lord, they will see your truth. Lord, that they will repent and turn to you, be saved and be transformed into someone of true courage who truly can be a hero amongst men by doing the right things. And Lord, I pray for each one that hears the sound of my voice that they too will also be brave and be filled with your spirit to go and love on these people, not to stroke their egos, Lord, not to fill them with platitudes, but love them enough to tell the truth as you have loved us enough to tell us the truth. Lord, you loved us enough to tell us the truth about even King David, about all the fallen people in the world that you have used. Well, Lord, you can use fallen people again, and you do use fallen people to this day, myself being one of them. But Lord, I pray for the courage and conviction upon everyone in this audience to go out and make a difference. When you present that opportunity, let it come to their mind. Oh, I need to go love on that person and tell them the truth. In love. And Lord, I pray for a change from this moment. Lord, let it start as if a, a small snowball on top of a hill that gains momentum. Lord, let it start right here, right now, I pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, everyone. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll be with you Sunday, but then I will not be with you again until the following Sunday. Uh, as we're going to be taking a little bit of a break. I will be watching some intel and stuff this week. There's just stuff I can't miss this week, so it won't be a complete break. But um, I'm going to ask uh, you know some of the good people in the audience to help keep me informed because I won't have TV or strong internet or anything like that. But uh, I'm particularly interested in what Trump is going to say on uh, Monday morning uh, and also, you know, the uh, <laughs> Republican uh, farce that's going to be happening on Wednesday. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be lots of other things. Oh, uh, sorry. And, and thank you, Michelle. So uh, apparently Trump canceled uh, Monday. And you're, someone told me that last night and I completely forgot. Thank you for doing that. But I'm sure that he'll be speaking on certain things anyways. Um, Listen, folks, have have the best weekend. I hope you find joy this weekend in whatever you do and just love the people around you. And uh, in the meantime, remember to love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. Praise God. And by the way, 
just so you know my intention as I play my little outro, I'm pointing up as I say this to the Lord Jesus. Amen. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.